Hey, what up? You are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Neera Jasmine, and this is episode 51, Truth Is, I'm Tired. Hi, my gems. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about burnout. I did a poll on Instagram, and this is what y'all chose, so this is what we're going to talk about today. And if you're wondering why I don't sound like my normal, cheerful self, it's because I'm currently experiencing burnout. I'm like on the verge of burnout. So it's very fitting that the week that I'm talking about burnout and even compassion fatigue is the week that I'm also experiencing this at work, which I'll go into more detail about later. But yeah, this is what we're talking about today. Burnout. You can experience this in any profession where you're helping or servicing people directly. So whether that's a social worker, a psychologist, a therapist, a counselor, a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, a customer service representative, a sales associate, whatever it is, is when you're helping people directly, you can experience burnout. It's not only with your job also, you can also experience burnout in relationships, as a parent, you can experience burnout in many situations. So specifically, compassion fatigue is a symptom of burnout, but I also wanted to talk about it a little bit separately just because I feel like it's one of the more difficult symptoms because you kind of feel bad that you don't feel bad. And if you don't know what compassion fatigue is already, it's going to make sense later when I when I explain it. So I also feel like this is just very important because I think burnout is just becoming more and more present just because we're in a pandemic and we're expected to function as if we're not home life and work life are kind of one in the same and they're just kind of like blending together like usually people are able to put the pressures of work behind them but with working from home that's kind of like almost impossible to do because you're like I said your home life and your work life is blended right now it's combined into one it's like a blub of nothing So what exactly is burnout? The term burnout was coined by the psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in the 1970s. And basically it's a reaction to chronic or prolonged stress that leaves people feeling exhausted, empty, or feeling like they can't cope. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed and unable to meet constant demands. You tend to lose interest and motivation and it also reduces productivity and eventually you feel hopeless, helpless, cynical, and even resentful. This is usually caused by stressful work environments, but can also be present in other aspects of life. You know, maybe you aren't in control of certain tasks in your life or at work, whatever. Maybe you're working towards a goal and that work is overwhelming. But the issue with burnout is that it can affect your physical and mental health over overall. And like I mentioned earlier, it's not only caused by work. It can be caused by anything that causes you to feel overwhelmed by your responsibilities. So more causes of burnout could be lack of control in your work or your home setting, lack of support, over demanding expectations. You work or are in a high pressure environment or you have an unmanageable workload. Maybe you're working too much and you don't have enough time for socializing with your friends or with whoever or relaxing. Like part of the reason I can feel myself burning out personally is I literally have no like me time. I have no time to myself, partially because I haven't made any time. So guilty, but I'm either working like my job or doing work for my lab. And it's just a lot. Um, Another cause could be that you're just taking on too many responsibilities or that you are high achieving or you're a perfectionist and so you have put too much on your plate. Now let's get into some common signs and symptoms of burnout. So these signs and symptoms can be subtle at first, but 
they get worse as time goes on. And especially if you don't have a handle on them or if you're not doing anything to prevent them or stop them in their tracks. Some of these symptoms include anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, frequent headaches, muscle pains, illnesses, problems with your immune system, insomnia, loss of appetite, a sense of like failure or self-doubt, feeling hopeless, helpless, trapped or defeated, detachment, feeling alone, loss of motivation, pessimism. Maybe you're extremely negative. You have like such a negative outlook on life. You hate your job. You hate your life. There might be a decreased sense of accomplishment. So you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything. You feel like you're stagnant. You're stuck. You might be withdrawing from your responsibilities. You might be isolating yourself from others. You might be using food or substances to cope. You might be angry all the time, irritable. Everything annoys you. Everyone annoys you. You might be taking your anger out on others. You might have reduced performance or poor performance, no productivity. Burnout can look like forgetfulness or lack of attention or focus, loss of enjoyment in things that you would normally love, and compassion fatigue. So I specifically wanted to talk about compassion fatigue because like I said, I feel like this symptom is one of the ones that we tend to feel bad about, or at least I do. If you don't know what compassion fatigue is, compassion fatigue is basically feeling unempathetic, especially for people who work in the mental health field. We tend to absorb the trauma, so like vicarious trauma of our clients, and this really can lead to mental exhaustion. And in these health professions, you need empathy. That's how you connect with your clients. That's how you connect with the people that you're helping. You need empathy. That's why personally, I always feel the worst with compassion fatigue because it's like these people didn't do anything except seek out my services, but it's just like, I just, I'm over it. Not because of them, just because maybe it's someone else. I don't know what it could be, but like, I'm just over it. And so I feel like compassion fatigue is just a bit scary because you kind of have like an emotional disconnection And it's like you really connect with your or at least most people in like this helping profession connect with their clients on an emotional level, on several different levels. So like if you don't have that, then what do you have? And with compassion fatigue, it's like you're less likely to want to help or be there for them or support them simply because you're just exhausted and you feel over it. And so like my current struggle with compassion fatigue, I'm literally feeling like this right now. And I feel bad, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, but I need a break. Like I'm literally exhausted. And I feel like if y'all been listening to me consistently, you can probably tell. So just for some background for if you're new here, welcome. Welcome. But I'm a survivor advocate. I work at a anti-violence slash rape crisis center, and I've been getting a lot of complicated cases. I've been experiencing clients not respecting my boundaries, calling me all hours of the morning, waking me up out of my sleep, etc. And I've literally been annoyed all week. And honestly, it's affecting my work with my other clients because I just don't want to see anyone. Like, I'm always hoping that they cancel on me, that they don't show up. Like, I just... I just don't want to meet with anyone and I feel bad because I know like I'm not putting my best self forward just because I haven't had a chance to breathe or take care of myself. I always tell you guys you cannot pour from an empty cup and I am like a prime example like my cup is almost on E and I'm still expected to give 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 and it is annoying and it's overwhelming and I do feel bad but also it's like okay I have to take care of myself like literally. 
I cannot help people if I'm overwhelmed. And I've experienced compassion fatigue before. And it also just affects how I interact with everyone because I'm just annoyed all the time. Like, for example, at work, I don't want to talk. I don't want to socialize. I don't want to laugh at people's jokes. I'm just there because I'm annoyed and I'm over it because I have all these cases that are a lot to handle and a lot to manage. And I'm one person. So this is me right now experiencing burnout and compassion fatigue. Like I literally feel myself burning out. Like for me, one of the symptoms that I experience is anxiety. And so I named my anxiety Norman. He's a big, huge elephant. And I made him an elephant because elephants are huge. And that's how it feels in my chest. Like it feels like something is like standing on my chest like it's hard to breathe my chest feels extremely tight even right now as I'm recording this like my chest is extremely tight and that's Norman also sidebar normalize your anxiety give it a name I feel like it makes me feel better it doesn't make me feel that bad that I'm super anxious about something because I'm like oh my god there goes Norman again but anyways yeah so anxiety Norman is here right now as I record this because I'm overwhelmed and I'm on the verge of burning out. Another symptom that I am experiencing is irritability slash anger. Like I have, like I said, I've been annoyed all week. All week I have been annoyed. I have a client who I feel like I'm being harassed, um, literally calls me every morning at random times, sometimes before nine when I'm like, I'm supposed to be getting my extra couple minutes of sleep. So it's very frustrating. One thing about me, and I guess a lot of people, I don't like being woken up out of my sleep. I'm very cranky. Like, I have to wake up on my own. So naturally, especially because this client keeps calling me in the morning, I'm irritated. And, like, your morning routine kind of sets the pace for your entire day. So I've just been super irritated with everyone. <laughs> just everyone I'm interacting with is just very short very to the point like I just don't want to talk I'm also experiencing muscle pains like just my entire body is just aching and I literally do feel like that is from fatigue and chronic fatigue is one of the symptoms so I'm like oh okay obviously yeah it makes sense and then just in general like this whole over it attitude like I wish low-key like if this was like a youtube or something y'all would see my face because like I am over it I am the definition of over it right now and it's frustrating because I can't really tell a client can you stop calling me please leave me the hell alone like I can't say that and honestly that's how I feel and I feel bad that I feel that way but it's also like okay this is too much for me I'm one person you know this is my job yes I did sign up for this but I didn't sign up for my boundaries to be disrespected or anything like that so this is me currently experiencing my own burnout but like I want to get a handle on it before I lose my shit because I haven't lost my shit yet but I know how I am and I know myself and I know I'm getting there. And I'm just being very transparent with you guys because, you know, I am a survivor advocate. I know um, I kind of seem like I have most of the time, at least I have my stuff together, but I lose my shit too. I still said I have to do an episode on like anger management, anger issues, because I definitely lose my shit too. So that's part of what growing gardenias is, is the transparency. Like you literally are not alone. If you're feeling this way in your job, you're not alone. If you are a social worker, therapist, counselor, whatever, and you have clients who are stressing you the hell out, you are not alone. And it's okay. And we can normalize feeling this way because we're human. We're human. We're not always going to want to be like, oh my God, yes, come here. Let me help you. Let me coddle you. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like, we're not always going to want to feel like that. And that's okay. Just want to say that. It might sound a little insensitive, 
But people who have a caseload, you understand how I feel and you understand why I feel the way I feel. So if you don't, just try and understand. Now, with that being said, how do we actually overcome burnout? First things first, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Take a damn break. Take a break. Take a break. Say with me, I deserve a break. Take a break. You need it. You cannot run yourself down to the ground and expect to be okay and expect to help others and expect to be productive and expect to be useful. Like you just can't. You just can't. Now, I'm not going to go be a hypocrite. Next week, I'm definitely going to find time to take a sick day and literally just do nothing, like nothing. Because if I don't, I know myself, I'm going to lose it. That leads me to my next point. Know yourself and recognize the signs. You need to know when you're reaching your limit. You need to know when it's time for you to take a step back. Somebody else can't figure that out for you. You have to know yourself. You have to know what you can handle and what you can't handle. You have to. Like, are you blacking on people for no reason? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling depressed? Are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling overwhelmed? You have to know yourself and learn the signs. Like a big indicator for me when I know that I need to take a step back is when I develop this like I'm over everything type of attitude. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I just have that attitude for no reason. But when I have that attitude in regards to my clients, my clients that like this is what I do. This is the field that I'm in is servicing people in that way. I know that something is off. I know that I need to take a step back and I know that I need a break because not only do they not deserve that, I also don't deserve the extra stress either. Okay, so know when you're about to reach your limit. Know when you are getting into that zone. So another thing is to ask for help. This is hard, especially for people who like to do everything on their own or who are very independent or who are perfectionists. And I get it. But sometimes you really just have to share the load. Like just ask someone you trust for help or even support. Like true to my word, I plan on telling my supervisor that I am overwhelmed and I'm beginning to feel burnt out and I'm beginning to feel compassion fatigue because I can't. And that's what I'm feeling right now. And I need support or else I'm not going to be able to do my job effectively, you know, and it feels difficult. But even if you're asking for support in a way that's like you just calling somebody to listen to you vent or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how you seek support, how you ask for help. Just seek support, you know, throw the whole, oh, I have to do everything on my own blah, 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 idea out the window because you literally don't. And like your mental health and your physical health is dependent upon it. So get it together. Another way to overcome burnout is to find the root or the cause of your burnout. So I was explaining to my therapist that I'm burnt out because I'm getting a lot of cases, right? So my therapist was like, okay, but what's the real reason? So like digging deeper, we discovered that it's not the fact that I'm getting all these cases, but it's the fact that everything is random and I'm not in control of what's happening. So for me specifically, the cause of my burnout is the lack of control and me feeling like I won't know how to handle something. And for me, when I'm not in control and when I feel like I don't have a handle on something, that causes me a lot of anxiety, hence the burnout coming in because I'm just over it now. So find the root of whatever it is that's causing you your burnout or causing you to feel compassion fatigue. Like once you figure out the cause, find a solution. So like for me, I'm going to focus on what I can control instead and just remind myself that I can ask for help, you know? just to kind of calm my anxiety. So figure out what works for you. Figure out what the cause is, what the root is, and then figure out 
what you can do to help it. Another way to overcome burnout, and this is very important, I think, is to set boundaries. Honestly, honestly, just start telling everybody no. Can you? No. Can you help me with? No. Can you come here? No. Can you do that? No. Just start telling people no. Like, stop taking on extra things and responsibilities that you cannot handle. Even if you think you can handle it in the moment, just say no. Just take a step back. For example, if somebody asks you to do something, you can say, thank you so much for considering me to do X, Y, Z. Unfortunately, I don't have the capacity to take this on at this moment. When I have more availability, I'll be glad to let you know. Thank you so much for understanding. Or if you're at work, a simple, I don't have the capacity to take this on right now. Can someone else help me with this? Can someone support me with this? Also, baby, delegate, give people tasks to help you with if you can. You know, take some of the load off yourself. So another way that we can overcome burnout is to resist the urge to quote unquote, take work home. And I know that this is kind of like dumb low key because we're in a pandemic and (laughs) a lot of us are working from home. So that's kind of hard. But Here's what you can do instead. You can set firm boundaries. Like don't work outside of the time that you need to or that you're scheduled to, you know, at a certain time, shut everything off. Log out of your work accounts. Stop checking your emails. Turn your work phone off. Like stop all of that. Like for me, I don't care if it's 8.59. If I start at nine, you will not get a response from me until nine or I end at five, right? If it's 5.01, you're not getting a response from me. And that's just a boundary that I've set for myself. Like I don't care if you're like, oh, hey, can you do that? No, no. It's after five, it's before nine. No, nope, you lost me. And you really have to do that because unfortunately these jobs don't care about y'all. They really don't. They really don't. So you have to put yourself first. Now, I'm not saying go quit your job or nothing. Don't be disrespectful, but put yourself first. Like stop doing extra, you know, Also not saying don't go above and beyond because like, yes, whatever your role is, like Excel, shine, all that stuff. But outside of what you're supposed to do, like take a chill pill a little bit, relax just a little bit, you know, and be firm. You have to be firm because that's all you have, especially given that we're in a pandemic. So another thing is to stop ignoring your basic needs. Are you eating? Did you eat breakfast? Are you drinking enough water? Are you sleeping? Are you going to the bathroom during the day? You have to check on yourself. You have to make sure you are not neglecting yourself. Like part of the reason why I've been feeling also this way is because, like I said earlier, this client has been calling me super early. So now I put my phone on do not disturb. So I'm not disturbed. Like you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself, at least your basic needs. Like that's the minimum. That's the least you can do. Next. Now I found this upon my research. It said that exercise is a great stress reducer. Now I feel like this is biased because exercise stresses some people out like me and it's not always fun. So I will say instead, do something that you enjoy, get your body moving, you know, maybe take a walk, stretch something, yoga, twerk, dance, something, you know, just something to get you moving, something you enjoy. Like I like to put on some music and just twerk in front of the mirror, you know, and that's it. And then take a shower after. Sounds very simple, but I feel better. So if exercise is your thing, go off, go off. But if it's not, find something else to do to get yourself moving, though. Another way is to eat good, healthy food, eat mood boosting foods like a lot of fruits and vegetables, have a nice green smoothie. You know, it's not going to make the burnout magically disappear, but at least it'll help with your mood. You know, take vitamins. Make sure you're taking your vitamins. We're in winter now. It's getting dark early. 
you know, seasonal depression, go listen to that episode. But take your vitamins, make sure that you're putting good things in your body so you could feel good. Another big thing, especially because we're working from home, is to take a break from your screens. Like, do something else besides scrolling on social media on your phone or going on the computer. Like, I know that work and our lives are basically all on the internet now just because of everything that's going on. But find some time to just not be looking at a screen. Like, I don't care if you're staring at the wall. I don't care what you do. Like, just find some time where you are not looking at a screen, you know? That also leads me to say to set out specific time to relax. Now, I'm slacking with this. I really haven't done this, but I'm really going to find time to, honestly. But set out specific time, even if it's 20 minutes, a nap, just 20 minutes of you doing nothing, staring at the ceiling, staring at the floor with your face in your pillow, whatever, or doing something you like, something that's relaxing to you, whatever. Have a glass of wine, whatever, but set out specific time to relax because you need it. You need it and you deserve it. You deserve to relax, okay? I don't care if you even did the bare minimum or what you consider the bare minimum. You still deserve to relax. You still deserve relaxation, okay? And rest. Now, last but not least, be gentle with yourself. You are human. And I'm about to at myself because it's like, I definitely have to be gentle with myself. But be gentle with yourself. You're not always going to be at 100. And that's okay, you're just not and you're not expected to be at 100 even if you work in a profession where you're expected to help people you are not expected or obligated to be at 100 all the time you have to take care of yourself so be gentle with yourself be kind to yourself prioritize yourself take care of your mental health take care of your physical health take care of your spiritual health just take care of you guilt-free okay because you deserve it anyways that's all i have for y'all thank you for listening gardenia blessings to each of you